everybody. This is uh, Martin van Drunen from Asfix, and you're listening to Phantasm uh, Podcast. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. You are listening to Phantasm Podcast. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad. Brian is back from the Black Dahlia murder. Tom Gabriel Warrior. Eric Green from Simple Tour. Ross Dolan from Immolation. We are Gorgasm. This is the creator. Terrence from Suffocation. Phantasm Podcast. Join your host, Corey Gorkrest and Dr. Vincent West for exclusive interviews with the sickest bands in metal and more. Head over to cultofantasm.com, the only gravesite for all things horror and death metal. No filler, all killer. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the Gore Gore Christ Phantasm Podcast. I have uh, the pleasure of welcoming back Martin of S Fix, and we're here to talk about the new album uh, Necrosaurus. It comes out January twenty second on Century Media. Uh, very thrilled to have you, man. How have you been? Yeah, very well. But uh, despite uh, you know the whole circumstances uh, worldwide, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm really happy. Well, at least we, we you know we got something to do with promoting the new album and. Uh, so it's not just that, uh, you know, we sit at home and can't do anything because, you know, all the shows are cancelled. So uh, I'm fine, but um could be better if I was be able to play live and also know if we'd be able to, you know, do like a release show or, you know, start promoting the new album live. That would be um, that would be the best news that I could get. But, uh, yeah, I'm healthy. I've, you know, nothing um, when it comes to that, like nothing to complain about. So thanks a lot. Hope you're good. Hope you're good, too. Oh, yeah. Um Staying healthy myself, you know, uh, trying to keep the interviews flowing and keeping everybody, uh, keep the support out there and uh, getting this stuff out. And when I saw that you guys were dropping a new album, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And then you released Botox Implosion. I was like, holy shit, you know, Asphyx has got a new album out. That's pretty crazy. Uh, It just kind of happened. We were already two months away, so I'm pretty uh, excited to get into this thing and yeah. yeah, well, there will be some some teasers coming, uh, you know, through through until until till January. So, because nowadays they want you to, to deliver like three kinds of videos, you know, one <laughs> real official. Yeah. And this is like a kind. Of, we, I mean, they call it an official one, this Botox one, but it's still like a kind of a teaser thing. Right. And then after that, um, uh, yeah, there's like a kind of a lyrical thing, like a lyric video. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it comes with all these times right now, but. Um, I'm okay with it, you know. If that's the way it works, then yeah, that's the way it works. But it's a bit different, a uh, big difference from you know the very old days where you, right? Well, you know, only the big bands did videos because you didn't <laughs> have the finances to, to do that. And now it's right. pretty quick with all the cameras. So there will be some teasers. So you know, you don't have to wait for every for all the songs like until January. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I guess with the digital age now, more people are paying attention to things uh, online yeah. than anything. You know. 
Yeah, yeah, and also, I mean, yes, of course, especially like the youngsters, you know, and uh, yeah, of course, labels are jumping in on that wagon, of course, they have to, if they don't, they, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to lose a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of their, their general market now, but uh, exactly. I, I guess also it helps with, with the times now, too, because of, uh, you know, the, the pandemic and all this stuff going on, you know, it's easier for people they're already on the internet looking for stuff to listen to and watch constantly. They're out of work or whatever. So I guess in a lot of ways it helps, uh, bands out at least financially, but at least you're getting, uh, more playthroughs and views than you might, you know, you normally would. And then, you know, hopefully they're also helping out by buying the records and buying the merch cause they're at home and, you know, hopefully supporting the bands as much as they can and everything too, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you're right at that, and that's 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 fortunately the really good thing about the internet. You know, now with this pandemic, it shows how useful it can be, and uh, that that's a big advantage. I mean, if this would happen, uh, let's just say like 30 or 40 years ago, you know, it would be very hard for people to get in contact except for telephone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and like you said, like people can su- can support, you know, us or bands or you know whatever kind of music in general, or not just that, but also. Uh, like theater or, or big philharmonic orchestras or whatever, you know. I mean, yeah. and, that, that's, and that's really a good thing. And hopefully, I mean, you, hopefully people are doing that, but you can actually also see that people are doing that because, uh, yeah, they see a, a rise in um, in album sales because especially here in Europe, uh, there's so many shows always going on and so many tours and festivals and all that. And this year, the people and the fans were not able to even spend the money that they usually reserve for that. So what they're going to, what they're doing now is, uh, it seems that everybody bought a record player and starts to buy vinyls again. You know, that's yeah, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's like a remarkable development, really. But that's cool, yeah, yeah. Got to do what we can to support, and you know, uh, at least we have music to to help us through these uh, shitty times. So. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's that's one of the things that that, that that helps through music and you know good books and some movies or videos or whatever people are watching or documentaries and stuff. Yeah, that's that's the stuff. Because yeah, you, what the hell is that going? What, what the <laughs> hell can you do? You know, like here yeah, the pubs are all closed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you cannot hang out with people with that much. I mean, yeah, we can with the band, and we sometimes do, but. Um, yeah, we have to keep it a bit quiet. Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, we may have to get the cops on the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not that's how it is right now, and you gotta have your drinks, you know, with, uh, with your bandmates. Exactly. Well, the good. I mean, there is a positive news that that, that you know, apparently uh, they're just waiting now for permission to uh, to put the vaccine on the market, and they're not yeah. expect to. I mean, I think it was a German and um, an American corporation, mm-hmm. and they expect to put the vaccine on the market like before the end of this year. So that's uh, that's really something positive, fortunately. So yeah, I think then uh, after that, things will slowly get back to normal. Fortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's like a P Pfizer or something that. Company. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there was a something with bio something like biotech. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, like a German one, yeah. Yeah. So those two, those two managed, and it's way faster than expected, which is really cool. Yeah. So hopefully, but we'll okay, see there, was a, there was a run, eh? Because hey, the one <laughs> who was first. I mean, these guys are going to make so so much bloody money now. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's well, hey, if it helps them out, if it helps us out and them out at the same time, all for it. <laughs> yes, yes, so. yes, sure, sure. Um, Watch just the other. <laughs> so yeah, cheers to that. Um, but yeah, uh, Necrosaurus. So this, you guys did it at uh, Tom Meyer Studios. So I guess before we really jump into this. Uh, when when was the time frame you guys actually recorded the record? Uh, well, that was in the middle of the when we had the, the first Dutch lockdown. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing was that, uh, yeah, all of a sudden, uh, you know, all hell broke loose. And yeah. All the all the shows got cancelled, and I remember we returned from Sweden from the last show we played this year, like the mm-hmm. real official one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, um, like wow. You know, it's it's uh, it's getting terrible, and then all the countries decided to, to to lock down, and we were like, yeah, well, and we might as well use you know use the time then, yeah, and and see if Tom allows us to go into his studio, and so he says, sure, I mean, you know, we have to keep a little bit distance, and I know you guys are not infected, so yeah, yeah come along and see. So we start jamming a little bit, and we did that before already, like in November, but then we realized after hearing uh, the tracks that. That was still not really finished, you know. There still had to be, yeah, some some changes, minor changes, but still, you know, just to make them really, really, um, yeah, really like really good. So we did we did two more jam sessions just for the drum tracks, and uh, yeah, then we could work on from that. And yeah, that was that was I mean the basic recordings from that was in May, I think. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So then it was it was me in the middle of the uh, middle of the lockdown here, because I was even I had to go there. And then, then if I go, that was easiest for for the guys also. You know, like okay, Martin, let's see if you can get there by bus or whatever. And I was like scared, like this probably <laughs> not even a bus driving, you know. And yeah. then I had to go in the bus with a mouth cap on and a mask, you know, all that stuff. Sitting there all alone, there was no one in there. <laughs> it, was, it was a weird one. It was really weird. Like I had a feeling like, um, yeah, I was in some misplaced. Uh, Seen in in the Walking Dead or something. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> apocalypse. Basically, and it gets uh, you know, the whole thing's really kind of weird and hard to adjust to nowadays. But uh... it definitely is. But so so we, yeah, we use the time well. And fortunately, also is that uh, yeah, we had a lot of stuff on the shelves, you know, like riffs. So. We were basically ready to record, and we knew that we had, we wanted to make an album anyway this year. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, this was the, this was the right time. Oh yeah, but I'm excited for it, and uh, <laughs> we'll get right into it here. Um, we'll go with, uh, I guess, we'll, if you're cool, that we'll do a little track by track and just tell us a little bit about each track if you uh, if you're up for sure, that. Sure, awesome. sure. Awesome. Uh, so the track one, we got the soul cure is death, which is great first title track there it's nice <laughs> yeah I mean it's a fast one and, and, and it has basically the whole that's why we picked it also as a starter because it had basically all the all the aspects ingredients in there yeah and I just got, it's, got to, yeah, it's really fast it's really aggressive parts but it also has this typical you know mid part slower yeah. break and um, in the beginning I really had no idea what the hell to do with the song uh, lyric wise <laughs> yeah and then uh I don't know how the hell I came up with that. I think I was reading something or watching some docus about like serial killers and <laughs> really ment- mentally disturbed, like uh, you call like sex offenders, but yeah. really brutal ones, not the ones that go on the street and, you know, 
of course, offending women is always a shit thing to do, you know. Right. But, I mean, the ones that are really getting violent and all that. Yeah. And, um, so the idea was like, okay, here we have like certain institutions mm-hmm. where they put all of these together. <clears throat> and um, I asked some people, like, do they really have those in the, in the United States or is this everybody put into a regular prison? Yeah. And uh, they really didn't come up with an answer. So I was okay, just imagine this kind of institutional correctional center, but mainly inhabitants being, um, yeah, really brutal sex offenders, <laughs> like pedophiles or sociopaths or psychopaths or whatever. And these, this whole mob escaped in one night, like hundreds of them, and you know can't control their, uh, you know, their urges and and then start this whole orgy of violence and people get raped and stabbed and mutilated or whatever and then the law enforcement together with some civilian militias or whatever just decides to the best thing we can do now is shoot all these bastards and uh, (laughs) that's 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 the only cure for them right now yeah like don't don't let it happen again don't ever let them get back into some correctional center and escape again and let this orgy of blood start again so that's that's a bit it's a bit of a fantasy story but uh yeah that's right the thing behind it the little thing behind it is that um um, I'm not again. I'm not uh, pro a state that can actually decide to execute people. Yes or no. I mean, a system is not for me. Like, it's not allowed to do that. But yeah. on the other hand, if you have like a daughter or a son, and uh, as a parent, and then you find out that um, yeah, he or she is is, is brutally murdered, raped, uh, mutilated, then mm-hmm. I think it's okay. If if they take revenge and, and get rid of this, uh, oh sure, this this abomination that did committed the act, and Absolutely. then I think it would be okay f- for a judge to say okay, uh, maybe like a small sentence or not even one, because yeah. it, I mean it's not okay if people take the right in their own hands, but in this in in these kind of cases I would say yeah, that's a little bit small idea behind it. Right, so it's like you know uh, the the judge can be like, I have. Uh, you know this paper here. You can sign them off, or I have these scissors, and you can cut off their their, their <laughs> genitals. I mean, whatever you'd prefer. You know. <laughs> yeah, that would be, be a nice one as well. Yeah. 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 Essentially, that you know, that's that's actually a really good parallel. I can't ima- I, I can imagine. You know, like if it happened to you uh, as a parent, and then t- to live with the fact that you know that that animal is still alive. I mean, that, that must be really, really hard. Yeah, and then harming other people. You know, potentially. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a really good uh, fantasy play on that. Uh, awesome, dude. That's a <laughs> hell of a hell of an introduction of the record. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yes, it, it, it had to be a little bit of a violent, uh, violent introduction. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then uh, <laughs> we'll move on to track two, "Molten Black Earth." Yep. Well, that's basically uh, it's. Um, uh, well, the whole, yeah, the whole riffing and stuff is is really uh, bullfrog related, as people can hear. Yeah. And um, if we're a little bit, you know, filled with skepsis because we thought, is it not too much bullfrog? On the other hand, we said, well, bullfrog are still good friends of ours and are still a, a really a good influence also of Asterix. Oh yeah. And apart from the fact that uh, after the tragic death of Martin, uh, mm-hmm. may he rest in peace. Yes. Uh, they will probably never get back together again you know right so we said well maybe this is this will be like a you know to honor him and an homage to 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 Bofalo as a band and because this track sounded so brutal I was okay you know I take on the subject that Bofalo would never do 
and that's the the, the, the tank battle of Kursk, which yeah. is the biggest tank battle in World War Two. Because mm. I thought, well, the, the soul deserves it. So, and the earth where it took place, uh, translated from Ukrainian, it, it was the whole place, the whole area was called the Black Earth. Mm. And so I go, okay, you know, because with all the tanks and, and, and all the, the, the projectiles and missiles and everything was used, it was okay, like, let's, let's call it Molten Black Earth. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's basically uh, the short story about that. Awesome. That's cool, the, the Ota Boat Thrower. Um... You know, I've had Carl on. He's a wonderful guy, too. Um, so mm. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I sing also a little bit in that kind of style on this track. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Huge fan of that stuff and with uh, Memoriam, too. So it's, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. And I like the <laughs> I like the World War II uh, references and all that, too. You know, it's yeah. always always been pretty, pretty neat, uh, the history and stuff. And it's brutal. Yeah, it so. a, yeah I mean, uh, you know, as an American, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, you, I mean, Americans they fought in all the theaters of World War Two. So you know, you have like, uh, yeah, against the Japanese, against the Germans, you know, basically, yeah, involved everywhere. So yeah, there's still plenty of uh, of stuff to discover or to read or to find out. Absolutely, yeah. it will never end. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll go on to track three, Mount Skull, which I love the. Ah, ah, yeah. I almost forgot about that one. Um, that's a typical Asterix uh, Death Doom track, to be honest. Um, like starting, it's like a slower, thriving riff. Yeah. And then uh, in the center, like it gets really fast. It's a bit of a really traditional way of Asterix songwriting, you know? You, like the rack has that kind of songwriting. Uh, I think Cape Horn did that on uh, Death of Blues Away. So. Yeah. <clears throat> and the lyrical idea was a bit of a mixture between um, the polar discoverers, uh, the adventurers of uh, Amundsen and Scott. Yeah. And also like uh, the the novel of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, The Mountains of Madness. Oh yeah. But I didn't. I did, but I didn't take any everything of it. The only thing what I did was um, yes, the expedition and the cold, and all of a sudden I see this mountain rage, and one of these mountains is, is shaped like a human skull, and then you know, reaches up high in the skies and no one ever discovered that. And then they find a cave in the blizzard and, um, well, there's only one that survives in the end and no <laughs> one knows what the hell was down there. And, uh, yeah, they find him later, like, uh, decades later with a, still a logbook in his hand and his body frozen. And that's, uh, that's basically it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But I like, I like that, um, uh, I like that story of Lovecraft really a lot, but the thing is, so many bands already did so much about Lovecraft that I, I wanted to change it a little bit. Yeah. So um, I took a lot from that story, but changed it a bit also, like to to, you know, in, <laughs> to make it my own ending. Yeah, of course. But no, it's not. It's not super original or something. You know, <laughs> I must admit that. Yeah. Inspired, you know. Mm, exactly. Very inspired. Which is still a good thing. You can make it more brutal in your own way and, you know, the S-Fix way. Uh, yeah, but the thing, the thing is a little bit... Uh, I mean, I didn't end the song really brutal. I mean, there's no... Yeah. There's not really, like, you know, people who get uh, torn apart or... <laughs> right. Like that. that's, that's, that's not really... In, not in that song. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> change. Yeah. That's a it's a solid title of the name. I'm excited to hear that one. That sounds really uh, really fun. And then uh-huh. 
got track four, Knights Templar Stand. That's another good title. There. Yeah, there's been a lot. I don't know what it is lately, but there's a big revival of this uh, of the Knights Templar for some reason. I don't know why. Apparently, there's this myth, and people just want to, you know, uh, yeah, really interested in it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's really hyped at the moment. But yeah. I had the idea. I had the idea for a long time ago, you know, I'm not going to change it because other bands all of a sudden they take it on. It's just, um, um, yeah, it's, it's a story about the Knights Templar that, uh, that made the final stand in um, against the Saracens in, uh, I think it's now called Syria, in fact, which is mm-hmm. still bloody war territory. Yeah. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, it's that. So, uh, and, and I liked the, the music of Paul in it because it's not, there's not really a super fast part. Uh, is more like up tempo pace, yeah. Which is really good. There's some we call it like a little bit of Celtic Floster Helmer related riffs in there. Which oh yeah. Is a big influence still of uh, of Essex as well. So yeah, it's a typical um, yeah, like mid pace kind of kind of kind of Essex song. Wow. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we got number five. We'll do three years of famine. Famine. That's uh, that's the Doom one, the real Doom one. Yeah. Um, I think the best is comparable with Grand Denial on the on the previous album, Incoming. Um, but this time, like Paul, completely, you know, he feasted himself out on all kinds of melodic parts, and I was like, Jesus, Paul, <laughs> this stuff, is, this stuff is so, you know, gets so under my skin. Uh, I'm not going to ruin that by like, pumping it full of with vocals, you know. Yeah. So that there will be hardly any places for me to sing in there. So I picked that out, and then it's such a uh, it's such a tragic song that yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, like one of you know a really big tragedy in history of mankind, and the, 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 quite a modern one in modern history was the was the famine in China during um, during the regime of Mao in the fifties. Yeah, you know, with this um, was it like Cultural Revolution, I think. Yeah, you know the, the, the yeah and. Yeah, that was just uh, to read about that was just uh, yeah, was was completely insane. Uh, what happened there? I mean, it's, you talk about well, they they don't know exactly how many how many died, and they still the numbers are still estimate. But some say that it may be over forty five million people that died, yeah. which is more than, than during the whole World War Two. Right. So that's then and uh, that 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 shows how much of a megalomaniac uh, Mao was and. What shocked me basically also about that is that they still have his face on on on, on the currency of today. <laughs> you know, it's, you know. So uh, yeah, I had to, I had to write about it. it. Just it just fitted the song perfectly, and uh, I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's one of the best. Doom, well, maybe the best Doom song that we ever made, but definitely one of the one of the very best. Wow, uh, it's really uh, yeah, goosebumps. Uh, I still get the goosebumps when 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 I hear Paul's leads on that one. Yeah, <laughs> so it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear that one, and uh, wow, awesome! Yeah, well, if you like the, the Grand Denial song, then you will like this one as well. No, oh, I did definitely. Yeah. Still, it's still listening. Even, coming might even be an improvement of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always so that, good. That's up to that's up to the listeners. Yeah. I'm <laughs> well, looking forward to that definitely. Um, and then we got the number six was Botox Implosion. That one. Uh, you guys can check the video out now on, on YouTube and streaming. Uh, Want to listen to the track? Um, yeah, the, exactly. this one, you know, I've had lyrics for and everything I've been able to look at. And, uh, 
I, I love this track. I, like, so, I was surprised when it was just like, here's a new song and here's the album. It comes out January 22nd. I was like, oh, okay, awesome. And then, of course, the track didn't disappoint. It's just, you know, it's definitely classic as fixed style. It's it's very good, you know. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a typical shredder, you know, that we yeah. always use it. So I thought, okay, I always think like in still in vinyl, you know, mm-hmm. so actually this is like the opening song of side B then. Yeah. But of course, but the cool thing is with if you have it on CD or a stream or whatever, yeah, yeah, it comes straight after that tragic one. So you know you, like, <laughs> to, you know, all of a sudden, bam, yeah. smack in the face because yeah, don't don't let, don't let the song the previous song get you down. So yeah, I, I this was a good one, a really good one to to come after that one. And yeah, the lyrics are just the, the usual funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, a mix between you know gore and death, and and this time I took on all these idiots that, uh, yeah, that are complaining about nose corrections and, and God knows what else. <laughs> yeah, you I mentioned. Think uh, I think it's just a really ridiculous scene. You got you uh, calling Bride of Frankenstein, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like in the, in the end, the whole surgery goes wrong, and then wakes up and looks like bloody horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or human toxic waste as you say you know human, human toxic waste exactly <laughs> i mean how how do we actually cremate these kind of people you know is right. it possible you'd have to go to you know to some chemical plant right? <laughs> <laughs> you know so over time it just kind of happens like a you know just... imagine that, that you have these people like and then be like a big big fin- Natic climate activists, but they're full of Botox and silicones or whatever. Come on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, they're out there too. It's the it's crazy I part. Bet. I bet. <laughs> no, you guys wanted to film the video on Sunset Boulevard, which would have been hilarious. But uh, I thought... nah, that was just a, that was just a funny statement. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. To send you me, they wanted me to quickly make a, you know, like a. <laughs> comment on it so I go okay let's make let's keep it a little bit funny <laughs> because because that's where they all live you know yeah we have we have we have that here too in the Netherlands we have all this uh this um what is it like yeah it's a small area where all these um you know stars from tv and all that live and they do the same shit yeah so yeah no one knows that of course <laughs> just a money market you're gonna have that kind of lifestyle you know with people sometimes exactly it's very weird yeah yeah, like the Michael Jacksons and all that. <laughs> and you, you can spot them a mile away. They're just like, oh, okay. Actually, I was really, I mean, I'm not a fan of stuff like Motley Crue or that, but uh, I was really shocked at, uh, you know, that guys like, you know, hard rockers like, like Vince Neil or Axl Rose actually do facelifts. I go like, what yeah. the f- <laughs> This is bloody ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. I, I mean, there's... You know, there's also people sometimes coming to me like and go like, "You never thought about doing, a, you know, dyeing your hair?" I go, "Fuck off!" You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I still have my hair. You know? Right? Like, yeah. Be fortunate. You know. Come like, on. People that dye it is what makes them lose their hair. <laughs> exactly. You're just dying. It's kind of a catch twenty two. It's like, well, I look, I look younger with my hair dyed black, but then you know my hair's falling out now. So <laughs> all the fucking yeah. chemicals. <laughs> And the, and the worst is that you have to keep it on diet all the time, you know, like after, yeah. uh, I don't know how much time, but then all of a sudden you have this, you know, line of gray hair like in the center of your head. <laughs> that looks like even more ridiculous. <laughs> you know. There you go. Like, no, just, and yeah. for me, like, yeah, I'm, it's cool. I, I'm just glad that I have my hair and I don't, 
I never think about it, but yeah, no. <laughs> never, 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 never came to mind. Sorry. Yeah, I'm cool with just letting my body deteriorate how it's going to, you know. Exactly, exactly. Look in the mirror. It's, it's, it's not going <laughs> to change anything. It's not going to be that bad for a while, hopefully, so I'll be alright. <laughs> <laughs> We're all getting old, you know. <laughs> alright. Yeah. Face the facts. There's <laughs> no facelift that's going to fix it. Just let it, <laughs> let it do its thing. I don't want to look like a like a catfish, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards the guys like bump themselves full of Viagra saying like, look, you know, I'm still like a youngster of 16 years old. I can do it. Come on. <laughs> Like some of them think that, but they they really look like funeral ready. You know, they look worse. You know, imagine spending the money and it just doesn't. You know, not happy with it. Then what are you gonna do? You know? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Botox and Plusion for all you listening. If you're interested now, uh, it's uh, oh, yeah, we're drifting away. Yeah, you can listen to it. Uh, watch the video on Facebook or uh, YouTube anywhere, or you can stream it right now. Uh, get you know your palette ready for the rest of this record coming out in a couple months so um <laughs> we got number seven in blazing oceans ah yeah that's a um that's a bit of a weird one really um uh i, I remember that i had this riff from paul somewhere in, in you know in the whole folder where you where we put all those riffs and then i was listening it and i go why the hell did this thing land <laughs> The other riffs you know this is really killer yeah and then paul, paul goes really so yeah it's, i mean i love this one it's really different from all the other all the rest so he goes so you want me to work more on this so yeah sure and uh yeah and then all of a sudden he came with a full track back and i go yeah hey, sorry this is just fantastic and then i have at the moment i have no idea what the hell to do with the vocals <clears throat> so finally we got a little bit into that and then i said um wouldn't it be something if I if we do something about uh, you know like an oil tanker in World War Two that gets attacked by a submarine, but then seen from the from the perspective of the people on the oil tanker, and um, so that's that's what the song is all about. So there's an oil tanker trying to bring you know that bulk to to Great Britain, and yeah. break to the blockade, and then he goes um, uh, around Cape Cape of Good Hope, you know, Africa, because they had to go all the way there to get their oil because they didn't have the Suez Canal back then yeah and then he gets torpedoed and there's people die like a horrible death you know like burning and, and uh, suffocating and covered in oil it's just really horrible and um, I thought well it's a bit of a let's honor these because they really got forgotten you know in the history of the war like yeah you know all these sailors that try to yeah to deliver goods to uh, especially England which was really suffering from the, from the German blockade yeah, and they gave their lives basically, and it's like really a lot of sailors died that that, that grew some way. And I thought, okay, uh, uh, yeah, let's give them, um, you know, let's give, let's give them a song, you know, and then let them be remembered, also. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. A, yeah, that's, 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 yeah. That's it's not a it's not a fast song, but it has a, it has a bit of a strange kind of beat. Yeah. It's still a it's still a really a pounder. It's, it's it's like yeah, it's like a kind of a pounding song, and then. The lyrics come together when the torpedo is launched, and then all of a sudden Paul comes with a fantastic lead, and that's really chilling. So uh, it's, it's, the lyrics are also a little bit built with the music. I really love it. It's really in a yeah, in like a 
and, and yeah, a track of asterisks that you really do not expect, but still, but still, you know, yeah, it's still us. Uh, and you get you know a little history lesson too, and a little bit of yeah, story small, involved, small, you know, a small one, yeah. But then, then yeah. completely different, you know, not like a battlefield or something, but, right? Uh, yeah, from that point of view, just yeah, you know, like I said, I read about that, and uh, yeah, I could just imagine like. How horrible that that must be, you know. I mean, they see the torpedo come in, and you know you're 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 standing on a, on a floating bomb. Yeah. You know? Right. And yeah, and then you can just imagine, you know, what's what's happening. I mean, it must be terrible. It must absolutely be terrible. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I'm ex- a worthy topic, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that one too, and you know, like I said, I love the history you guys bring into it as well and you know the music of course but just just all the stories that you can project on one record is uh fascinating to me so that's why i've always been a, a huge fan and you know i appreciate that that's, that's that's cool because you know i put a lot of effort into it and uh, yeah for me it also gives a lot of pleasure to to you know to take on like yeah sometimes topics that yeah, others have never, never taken on, and uh, right. uh, yeah, and, and afterwards you get like really positive feedback about it. Yeah, so that's that's really um, yeah, that's really satisfactory, really cool. Oh, Absolutely, that. yeah. Cheers, and uh, <laughs> number eight, the Nameless Elite. Ah, um, yeah. This one, uh, this time I decided like, look, all the time we write about war is is history, you know, or, or um, uh, World War Two or World War One. Right, and now, and all of a sudden, I had um, I got uh, all of a book about a American uh, that was part of Delta Force, which is a you know a very special uh, unit. I mean, it, it's known by name, but no one knows who's in there, and no one knows where they are now, right? You know, and what they're doing, and especially at these times of you know terrorist attacks, and and you know, I mean. Happens bloody now all the time now. It just happened in Vienna, uh, France again. That a couple of madmen, you know, like, and I go, this is never going to stop. Yeah. And so that, but there's all these special units. Every country has them. I mean, uh, the, the first one actually was the SAS, uh, the English ones. Yeah. And uh, well, the really first one was with the German Brandenburgers, but yeah, uh, yeah, the commando tasks, you know, was the SAS who really took that on in, in World War Two, and later on, of course. Uh, yeah, you Americans uh, developed into the, the seals and uh, yeah. yeah, Delta, which is even more uh, more specialized. Yeah, but the Germans have GSG nine, the the the, the, the Mossad, the Israelis have their special. I mean, worldwide, every every country has its has its special forces. And this, I was like, that the task of them changed throughout the years. Instead of uh, having special. Uh, uh, Say that like special operations behind enemy lines or whatever. Now it's basically focused on combating terrorism. Yeah. And I thought, well, why not? Um, you know, why not write a song about these men that actually were? They actually are, you know, fighting for you and me yeah. right now. Just like I said, at some somewhere on this planet where where you don't know where. I mean, it was funny because it was coincidentally. I think it was last week where um, where American. A special elite force uh, liberated some hostage, American hostage somewhere. I don't know where it was, in Nigeria or or um, Liberia. I don't know. And I was like, well, there you have it. And they only give you that news once the mission is over. Yeah. You know, and you don't. 
but you will never find out who these guys are. I mean, they, they're anonymous, and they have to be because else they will be easy to, you know, to track and, and, and eliminate as well. So that's why I call them the Nameless Elite. And um, yeah, that's what the, that's what the song is all about. But that's purely lyric-wise. But I think it's one of the most um, um, yeah, stomping, stomping aspect songs on the whole damn album. I mean, it's really a neck breaker. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I love it. I, I mean, I love all the songs, but I think this is one of the most outstanding songs on the whole album when it comes to the, to, to the power and the shredding, and it's really, uh, it's really a heavy track. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I always look forward to those. And, uh, <laughs> again, you know, it's really cool. And I, I guess now with, with the like what you're saying about special forces, I guess now they call a lot of these newer groups like a counter-terrorism uh, operations or whatever you know yeah but they, but they already get they get uh, drafted from from the from the special forces yeah you know and, and if oh you yeah see, if, you, uh, if you see like uh, even have ex seals uh, stuff think, like think, that you know appointed I think, I think it was the seals who for example uh were assassinated osama bin Laden. they did yeah seal team six yeah, so, yeah. so but that, that was one of these actions and one of these missions oh know? yeah and of course they they only said it after the after he was assassinated. Of course, yeah. There's, there's no point in, in, in predicting that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the guy will hide. <laughs> uh, luckily, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well done, guys. Yeah, well done. Uh, well, it's cool we're talking about today. Today in the U.S. is actually our uh, Veterans Day, so it's kind of oh, didn't even wow. think about that, you know. That's cool, though. So it's kind of cool, cool to be uh, talking to you today and uh, you know talking about all this stuff. It's interesting. Yeah, let's have one for all the veterans then, and may they be remembered. Exactly. Yes. Uh, well, it was it was remembered this weekend, last weekend in uh, in England. Yeah. But, uh, that was basically the one for uh, World War One. Wow. So that was also really, really impressive. Yeah. Big, yeah. Uh, big broadcast on BBC and all the uh, how you call it soccer, we call it football, the football yeah. matches that you know was a big. Um, yeah, it was really impressive. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. It's good that they have special days, you know, to to remember. Uh, of course. In your case, like the veterans of all the wars and the, the guys who gave their lives, or yeah. uh, women as well, of course. Absolutely. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. We should never forget. No, and then you know all the ones that are back home that lost their friends and you know stuff yes. like that, and you know families that lost their loved ones as well, and it, you know it all comes full circle with that. So. It's good yep. for them to have have that, or at least people where they're kind of reminded to pay their respects if they don't already, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it, it's. I mean, it will never bring them back, but at least, it, yeah, can give them a little bit uh, the feeling that, yeah, they get respected a little bit and maybe a bit soothed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then we'll move on to towards the end of this album here we got number nine yield or die <laughs> yeah that was like uh i was i was i was it was curious that i didn't find anyone with a song title like that i go like this is just <laughs> yeah this is a cool title and i go back to the i mean music wise and then also lyric wise it's a bit uh we we called it when we started you know working on this we called it forerunners too so it's a bit um uh, yeah, Forerunners of the Apocalypse, the next chapter. Uh, same, similar kind of pace. It's 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 a headbanger, you know. Somebody else said to me like, you you wrote a heavy metal song. I said, well, you can call it that way, but it still sounds bloody heavier than than any heavy metal song. Yeah. Or modern heavy metal song. 
and yeah, it's again about the Mongols of Genghis Khan because um, yeah, I'm still fascinated by that one. And uh, that's it's a really heavy song. Uh, it's got all the the Mongol brutality in it, and uh, yeah, so uh, simply yield or die. That's that's how they were, and that's <laughs> <laughs> what else to do. <laughs> I, I really recommend uh, if, if people can get a hold of stuff like that to, to read about that because they're really special and the biggest conquerors in the history of mankind. Absolutely. From, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, all the east of the, till China and they mm-hmm. were here in, in Hungary, which is, you know, almost in Europe. Yeah. I mean, ima- imagine and no one else ever, ever achieved that. That's, that's, that's insane. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's uh, like I said, Forerunners 2, we call, used to call it and, uh, yeah, I think people will. Um, yeah, if they hear it, they go like, "Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit." I mean, it's not exactly similar, of course, but uh, a bit, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, you know, because it's a killer <laughs> no, track not, too. You know? Absolutely. And then number ten, we get to the title track, which is Necrosaurus. Yeah, that's a monster. <laughs> that's that's, that's, a, that's really a monster. I, I've. I love this track. It's really, it's it's really dark and grim, and uh, it's really sinister. Um, and, and also from from the riff atmosphere, but also the riff atmosphere of the track. And we finish it, and, and then it's just end of the end of the album. And that's how for me, like an, an album should end. Like just you break your neck, and then it's over. <laughs> that's that's uh, this idea behind it. And yeah, the the, the, the lyric wise was is a, is a fantasy thing. You know, I love that. I love that sometimes, you know, like fantasy comics or uh, uh, yeah, sci-fi, whatever. And then a crossroads is just a uh, entity from some universe that is a, it's a planet consumer and a universe destroyer. So you, you know, it it doesn't live the way we, we the way we live or what we consider life. So it cannot die either. So yeah. Uh, in the end of the song, because there's a whole little story, end of the song. It gets hold of planet Earth first. It consumes like uh, you know Venus, Mars, and all that, and then yeah. it's our turn, and nothing we can do. <laughs> we're all go- we're all gonna die. <laughs> and then you, you get the end of the song, which is yeah, just the, 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 as the French say, the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I think people are going to be really surprised about that track because it it's, it's at first you don't. You may think that this is really not typically aspects, but on the other hand, it's it's such a massive beast of a of a song. Yeah. That, yeah. You, as a metalhead, you just have to like it. I think. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way of disliking this. If you, if you yeah. don't like this, that you you have no bloody clue what metal is all about, really, in my opinion. But that's my humble opinion. Exactly. So there hasn't been a so that's, you know aspect song I haven't liked. So I'd be very surprised. Okay. And to finish this off, there is you probably will not know this. There is two bonus tracks though. Awesome. But uh, the first is actually, uh, we call it full death metal scenario. Yeah. Because when the pandemic broke out is, um, and, and all that stuff was happening, I said to the guys in the mail, like, Jesus Christ, this is a full death metal scenario, what's going on? <laughs> you know, it's a pandemic. People die. People get infected. That's what we write about all the time. Yeah. You know, that's what people expect us to write. <laughs> <laughs> so so poking with a fast shredder. And uh, the reason why we picked it as a bonus track is that to us it had a bit of similarities of, of tracks like, you know, Incoming Death or, or, or maybe like 
not really Dethem because there's only two riffs, but yeah, people right. coming there. So he said, may not be strong enough for the album, who knows? Uh, but still, you know, it's 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 a cool track, definitely. And I quickly wrote a couple of words about, yeah, what's going on, you know, the pandemic, the lockdowns, the way that stupid way people behaved, a bit uh, honoring the the ones in the front line. In this case, it was it was the people in the hospitals and and uh, you know all the caretaking personal and stuff. So, and of course, our own position. Like, wow, all of a sudden we get stuck here and there's no shows. So. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, let's hit the studio. So that's 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 full death metal scenario. And the last track is a joke. Mm-hmm. So we actually didn't want to. Um, it was not really to publish, but it was just a. Uh, yeah, it was it was good fun. So Sage <laughs> <laughs> Media said, uh, you know, this is this is cool. You know, like <laughs> let's let's just publish this damn thing. We're okay, <laughs> but that was a, as a bonus track. And that was a fun thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Paul all of a sudden sent something how about these guys and I was like eh <laughs> we, were like, we were all laughing like hey what is this uh, Aswick meets Iron Maiden or something or meets Hammerfall or what, what, what do you want <laughs> and then I go you, you want me to write like a really heavy metal cliche text on it and so so I did you know like really stupid uh, lyrics that are don't take this this thing uh, serious yeah and then I was doing that in the studio and Alvin and Husky were uh uh, I say that, or, or uh, yeah, accompanying me, and then uh-huh. also like, you know, being like a kind of a uh, second or third opinion. And sometimes you know, they, you need a kick in the ass for your vocals, or just try improvements or idle ideas out. <laughs> and I go, let us let us do the chorus on this one. Let us do the chorus. So we all three. <laughs> Tom quickly put an extra microphone. All of a sudden, we were like standing with the three of us, like doing this really stupid chorus. Like, oh, <laughs> we send it to. We send it to Century Media, like, uh, for all you people, this is the first aspect track of the album's ready. We think it's a shredder. We think live this will kick ass. <laughs> and then they came with this really diplomatic answer. You're, um, you know, like, probably <laughs> desperate, like, this cannot be real. This, this cannot be real. <laughs> so that's the reason why we, you know, why they also said, okay, let's put it on as a bonus track. But not that people think... Um, yeah, are these guys stupid? Or are they selling out? No, this this absolutely. <laughs> that's the that's the but, first you know, track. Humor, is, as, humor has always been a part of, of of metal throughout the ages. So, sure. Well, Iron Maiden did that, and, uh, and Venom did it, and Motorhead did it. So we were like, why not? <laughs> you know, yeah. Have, let people have a laugh. <laughs> in, in fact, the track was called afterwards Triple D. <laughs> like. Well, uh, because we have this merchandise that says like Death Doom Division. Yeah. Oh yeah. And okay. So and so the chorus go like your Death Doom Division. <laughs> <laughs> so we go okay. Let's call it Triple D. It's <laughs> a good one. So there you have the full album, not, and including the bonus tracks. Yeah, and then those tracks, when I understand enough, will be on the regular Digipack or what. But I know it'll be on the the vinyl. We'll have the bonus tracks. Um, it's for, I'm not sure about the. But it'll be on everything, but I'm sure digital you can still get it on everything. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. So you all have your chance. Bye, yeah, hi. I don't know. Pe- people can get it anyway if they yeah. want. It's just that there is this. I think right now because I've seen so many different releases that are going to do about this album, and there's already a couple of sold out already in the pre-orders yeah. now. Yeah, in the pre-orders. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. There's it's a deluxe really gatefold. There's a whole bunch of those. You know. Uh, two LPs and there's the 
media book, and uh, the media book's actually really cool because it comes with uh, your uh, live performance, your 2017 uh, concert that you guys did, um, which is really neat. And then it's got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up all the stuff here. There's like three different things here. Well, what, 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 what's on it too? What's on it too is the is the 30th anniversary you show. Yeah, that's it. Well. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and that's that's uh, that's really, well, was a really special one because uh, yeah, it was 30th anniversary. It was two days. It was completely sold out. Yeah. And uh, we invited like a lot of yeah, all the all the old members, you know, to join in. So they jumped during the during the set. Uh, they jammed on stage and we swapped all the time like uh, lineups, you know. So all of a sudden it was Bob behind the drums, or then it was Eric <laughs> with Paul, you know, like doing Last One on Earth, or uh, Tony Broker is doing Abomination Echoes, and Tony is, is only, you know, he only played the demos. Yeah. So it, first of all, it was really a tough, tough, uh, uh, yeah, a tough one to, to, to get everyone together. Absolutely. And because because like Tony we couldn't find him he was completely he disappeared on the earth he had no social media we didn't know his address no yeah. phone nothing so yeah it's really special it was really a special event and uh, the problem was a little bit because we, we we wanted to record it but then everything went wrong with the sound yeah so afterwards it was a while afterwards I, I saw the you know bomber was the one with the crew of the videos and all that and he was a bit shocked came to me like Martin why have I heard a they're not going to release that uh, the whole video uh, recordings because the sound is bad. I go what? Said, nah, it's not going to happen. And, uh, so yeah, we, we had some discussion back and forth, and then we decided like, look, it's not so bad, you know. I mean, it's just not a professional live sound as you may expect. But yeah. Come on, you know, it, it sounds better than than um, the average bootlegs that we that we used to have uh, as kids. Right. So I go, you know, and I think we mentioned it also on the album that. Um, um, yeah, the, the sound is not it's not as good as, as what people may expect, but it, it's not about. Of course, it's a bit, the sound is also important as well, but it is more. It was more important just to catch the vibe of that whole uh, of that whole special event. Yeah, and yeah, definitely will. And so there will be interviews with with everybody and some rehearsal footage also. So it's, it's really a special one, and we really love it. It was a lot, a lot of work to uh, <laughs> to, to create that one. Sure. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really a special release. I'm really happy with it. It's got like over two hours of playing time, 30 years of death, doom, domination. There's the yep. triple D for you. So the Exactly. Again. Yeah. So yep. that, that comes with the, the media book CD edition. It's a separate DVD, and it also will be on the the vinyls too, the two LPs, the limited ones. So um, there's, there's so many different colors you guys can pre-order. Some of them, I'm sure, are sold out by now. A lot of them are. Um, and then uh, uh, by the way I have I have no idea exactly what they will uh, because there's so many different distributors also taking place there, so I, I don't yeah. know what uh, I don't even know exactly what the offer is now in the US you know because apparently you have to order it through the yeah, US distributors and they may have like different versions than they have here over Euro, in Europe yes but, there's um, you know in Central Media web shop in Europe you know you got uh clear vinyl and dark green and you got you know all these exclusive ones and then the u.s will have like olive green and brick red and uh white lp that's from revolver and uh you know transparent or you know you got all these colors and you know of course people from all over you know the world are gonna go to you know 
get stuff from the U.S. or get stuff from the European web stores, what have you. So it's yeah. it's going to be crazy. Hopefully, uh, everybody just buys them all out, you know. <laughs> and then, well, I mean, even, and even if, it, you know, the, the cool thing is, is that uh, even if everything will be sold out, is that this time the the, the regular vinyl, like the regular black vinyl, yeah, uh, it's, not, it's not limited. Right. So, um, if there will be no vinyl left anymore, they will just say, okay, they will just reprint a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of black vinyls again. Yeah. So everybody will definitely have his vinyl. Yeah. So that's that's that's. I thought that was a cool thought, you know, not to say like, okay, you know, this one's. Remains limited. <laughs> yes, the special colors, of course, but uh, yeah, uh, not not the regular black one. Yeah, that's the unlimited one. So that's really cool, and so everybody gets a chance to get something out of it. So, and if you're a CD guy like me, you still get the the media book and and have the DVD as well. And I try to get a yep. little bit of everything, you know. And I I like to get the shirts and stuff too. So anytime there's a bundle with all that, you know, I usually pick that one too. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm still a physical media guy. People can buy it, stream it, do whatever you gotta do as long as you're listening to it and supporting the band. You know, do your thing. So, as long as it's all, uh, as long as it's long all official, it's good, right? And, uh, yeah. And then but from, hey, there will always there will, there will always be kids like uh, oh yeah, you know, that download it, and uh, it's okay because uh, I try to compare that always with when I was a kid. I couldn't buy all the records that came out. Yeah. And so what we did with <laughs> friends, we we. You know, we made out like, um, like okay, I'm going to buy this, you're going to buy that, and I'll tape it from you. So we had like cassettes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. So you put it on your record player, then you let the cassette roll and record it, and at least you had it. And in fact, it's nothing else, you know. Then <clears throat> if you if you download an album, it's it's copying too. Yeah. Fact. But yeah, you cannot expect any every kid in the world to to buy all the metal releases that come out. It's, it's yeah. impossible. So yeah, then, you know, there's some. But yes, some do download, and then they come to the shows and then buy your shirts. That's okay. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That's all right. Well, support's still there. They're getting to the music somewhere, and, you know, they'll show their support. Exactly. Hopefully. I mean, they come to the shows, they pay the ticket, you know, they buy some merchandise. I mean, it's all right. And then later on, they will probably say, all right, you know, let's, now I've got some extra money, let's buy the CD, or let's buy, a, you know, the record, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's not, not all so bad. Right. Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not we're not Metallica, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna sue anybody, but you know. The, um, and one more thing, you know, people can read up on all this, but the the U.S. versions of the LP will be available on February 12th, so it'll be a little bit after for the LPs. But you can still listen to the record before you get your LPs <laughs> in. But it's a little bit uh, delayed for the U.S. versions of the LPs, so. Okay, you work slower there. Is it because of that? I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> they're all, you know, they're, they're running a little behind here or something. I don't know. There's, they want to make them wait for certain things, I guess. You know. <laughs> Slow working ethics. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, America. <laughs> so, but yeah. I'm going to offend the whole, uh, the whole uh, American industry. <laughs> It's like, what are you doing? You a little slow or something? Yeah. <laughs> One more thing I want to get into. The whip, damn it. <laughs> uh, you do, uh, if things pan out here, or have shows lined up uh, in Germany and stuff like that, in France, Austria, um, hopefully it'll happen. You'd say, yeah, we hope to. Uh, we hope to. I mean, it's... Uh... Starting in what? Yes, it, um, it's all May. In, it's still in the planning, but it's also because bookers they gotta 
yeah, they keep on they keep on uh, working, you know, and, and and hopefully, and they have to anticipate like and be ready if if once we uh, yeah once things get a little bit back to normal again. And on the other hand, we did already like three so-called official Corona shows. Yeah. As they call, which were uh, yeah strictly limited to a certain amount of people. They had to sit. Um, but yeah, it was it was a different experience. But for us, it was like okay. Uh, it works. Yeah. Know? And they all were sold out, all of them, of course. But yeah, because, you know, you, you couldn't get the normal amount of people, so... Right. Uh, and it was a weird experience at first, but then you see them... Because you think, like, this is this is going to be weird, you know, like, playing in front of a sitting audience, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they just they just remain in the seat, and yet they, they rage, like, uh, yeah, in sitting position, you know, bang their heads and throw their fists, and... In the end, you know, you get a standing ovation still, and uh, it, was, it was really special. Yeah. And then you go like, okay, uh, uh, yeah, we played in the middle of the damn pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's something, it's something never to forget. But yeah, for for us, it was easy because um, yeah, most of the men live close to the German border, so you know, we hop in the cars and we drive. Yeah. But yeah, for American band, first uh, there were probably no plane available. Or any other band, so uh, yeah, we had that opportunity and we, we took it on. But yeah, right now the situation is again so bad yeah. that yeah, those, those shows cannot even happen. Yeah. But yeah, once uh, once the amount of infections you know get lower again, yeah, we're the first to take on a couple of uh, so-called Corona shows on again. So, <laughs> the Corona the shows. Show, you think? Yeah, that's how they call it. You know? Yeah. Well, you know. That's you... What you end- we entered the stage first with bottles of Corona in our hands, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, you get to play some of the, you know, you know, you got some in, like I said, Germany in February coming up, and maybe yep. it'll be different then in May, and then April, you guys, hopefully they'll have Inferno Fest. I don't know, you know, what's up with that. It's all, these promoters, too, it's pretty much day-to-day with what they can do, and, you know, they don't know... Um, if they have to postpone it again or keep the same lineup till next year after they've already postponed it a year, I mean it's just we, we don't know until it till we get to it. But hopefully, uh, you guys can get out there sooner than later and get the you know promote the show, you know promote the record and uh, the way you guys love to do it the most. And you know, definitely, definitely. But yeah, it's it's like someone said uh, to me, like you know, it's, at the moment it's a slaughterhouse. Cause, cause yeah. Yeah, you know, there's really like uh, yeah, festivals go broke or promoters go broke, and not just them. You know, there's there's nightliner companies, there's PA rentals. It's and and unfortunately, like politics, yeah, they do understand that that uh, yeah, that that uh, big companies sometimes need need support from the government, but they're not thinking about that kind that 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 particular. Um, kind of business so yeah they're all suffering really really bad and it's not just us but uh, yeah especially them so it would be best for all parties you know if, if uh, uh, we can back to well at least a little bit of normal again yeah and yeah for, for us yeah it's life playing live is the reason why we do it you know I really miss that it's like uh, it's like total uh, uh, you see that I'm, I'm, it's almost like a kind of a cold turkey you know, like, yeah. you know I want to go on stage <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, uh, I really uh, appreciate your time, and, and it's been a lot of fun. And, 
you know, I look forward to to the new album and hopefully, um, like I said, you get back to things get back to normal eventually, or at least to a point where we things seem a little more normal. And uh, you know, for now, we'll just anticipate the music and what you guys have have to put out there, and we'll support it and, and we'll enjoy it and and bang our heads to it. Thanks a lot, eh? Thanks for the words, and uh, yeah, for you goes the same, eh? I mean, hopefully everything will get back to normal, and uh, until then, you know, be safe, and uh, well, hopefully there will be a lot of good music, to, you know, at least out so you can listen to it, so you got some distraction. Absolutely. And, uh, but at least like bang your hat then at home, you know, instead of in front of a stage, unfortunately. But yeah, <laughs> do the best we <laughs> can. The, exactly, cope with things and do the best we can. So thank yeah. you. It was a really, really enjoyed it. Thank yeah. you very much for your time. No problem. And then uh new S Fix album Necrosaurus comes out January twenty second on Central Media Records. Martin, thank you. Yeah, it's been awesome <laughs> and <laughs> thanks again. And uh, it's, it's always good talking to you and uh I look look forward to the new record and uh we wish you all the best. Thank you very much. Like I said, it was a pleasure and uh, to you to uh, be safe and all the best and uh May get, may things get uh, back to normal really really soon. Yeah, stay safe. Yeah, cheers, man. Stay safe out there.